Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, you're listening to the Clear Money Program's online radio show. I'm your host, Sarah Kurth, Community Relations Coordinator at Denver Community Credit Union. Denver Community is a not-for-profit financial cooperative serving the people of Denver, Arapahoe, and Adams counties. On this show, I'd like to welcome Ms. Amy Fidelis, who is the Financial Education Director at Empowered, formerly Community Credit Counseling Services. Empowered is a nonprofit resource for individuals and families in Colorado who want to learn about money management and participate in coaching to achieve their personal definition of financial success. Hi, Amy. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. Let's start out by having you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do at Empowered. Sure. I'm one of our accredited credit counselors here. I help do our financial coaching and um, really further our mission to empower families and individuals to change the way they think, act, and feel around money. And what that looks like is um, individual coaching sessions to help you pay off debt through a debt management plan or checking your credit and helping you improve that or maybe um, a class in the community. So there's lots of ways that we can reach folks, but it's really exciting because it's something I'm fairly passionate about. So I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. So many people don't realize what their credit looks like until they're about to apply for a loan or a credit card. Consumers are entitled by law to request a free annual credit report from all three credit reporting agencies, but credit scores are not provided free of charge. Is it important to know what your exact credit score is? It is in the case that you mentioned. If you're applying for a loan, you want to know what kind of rate you're looking at because we're talking about thousands of dollars that you are going to either pay or save depending on what kind of score you have. So it really is worth taking the time to figure out what it is. If you're not in, you know, um, looking for a loan, a job, a place to live, or better insurance rates, then, you know, you don't have to worry about your score that much. But it's pretty comprehensive. And does each of the credit bureaus have their own credit score for a consumer? They'll each have an individual number. They um, Typically what lenders look at and care about is the FICO scoring model. Mm -hmm. There are variations of that that are, exist. But, yeah, so you could have maybe, let's say, a 720 with Experian, a 740 with Equifax, and maybe a 732 with TransUnion. Mm -hmm. But they're kind of based on the same framework to decide how the credit score is calculated? Exactly. They're using the same model, the mm -hmm. FICO model. Um, so they have the same percentages that go into what activities influence your score, but they um, are going to be different because each lender might report to only one or two of the bureaus or maybe all three. So maybe a loan I have over here with Bank A shows up on Experian, but it doesn't show up on TransUnion because they don't report to them. So that's how some of those differences in the score mm -hmm. um, happen. That makes sense. If someone is denied a loan or a credit card, are they entitled to the credit score the lender pulled when the consumer tried to open an account with them? Well, um, if they have what's called an adverse action, then they are entitled to get a free copy of the report. Mm -hmm. um, my understanding is that under risk-based pricing rules, then they might also get their score. Okay. Um, but the adverse action term generally just refers to the report itself. Okay, that makes sense. And so what are the fastest and most effective ways to improve any credit score? 
Um, well, yeah, sometimes fast and effective are contradictory. Um, right. <laughs> because, you know, one thing is you've got to look at your report to know what's on there and clean up any mistakes. Mm-hmm. And that can take time because once you order your report, if you get it through the mail, especially it's slower, um, and then you dispute the items and the Bureau goes to investigate and then, you know, you go on from there. That can take a while but definitely worth doing um, because there are mistakes on the reports. It happens very easily. Um you know, credit is a lot about prevention, so mm-hmm. keeping it from going downhill by making on-time monthly payments, um, you know, making sure you use a product that actually reports to the bureaus and is also good for your budget, right, not just going mm-hmm. into credit card debt just to create a credit score. Um, but on-time payments, and generally speaking, if you are um, struggling with your credit score, there are probably items in collections, so cleaning them up is a great way to quickly and easily improve your score um, and then creating a new trade line and a new credit payment pattern can help immensely, and especially if that's an installment loan. So, you know, sometimes we'll even tell um, clients to, if they can, if they have cash and can use that as collateral or to even, um, you know, let's say they, they buy a car and then can pay it off much more quickly than the original mm-hmm. terms, um, that's an, they can go get an installment loan for a short term and that can help boost their score. Of course, that has to fit within your budget and your overall financial goals. We don't advise doing something just for the sake of credit. It has mm-hmm. to make sense for your overall financial picture. Okay. And so paying more than than the minimum would contribute to paying down your overall debt, which would also improve your credit score? Sure. That's a huge area that you could do to help. And you're right. I should have maybe mentioned that off the top. Um, pay down your debts. <laughs> uh, you know, that, that helps because part of your credit score, a huge part of your credit score is based on how much debt you have out there. Um, mm-hmm. So let's say I've got a credit card with $1,000 and I'm, I've got a $900 balance. That's really hurting my score. I want to bring that down to below 30% of the limit, um, and then that's going to help my score immensely. And then obviously bringing it down to zero would help both my budget and my score because now I'm not paying interest anymore. Okay. And approximately how much time does it usually take to increase a credit score when you're making a concerted effort to follow some of the tips that you shared? Um, So, you know, we say between 6 and 12 months, but I've seen um, folks improve it in as short as two months. So what happens with the the scoring model is 35% of your score is your payment history, 30% is the amount owed, 15% is the length, 10% is new credit, and 10% is types of credit used. So the 35% and the 30, those are the big areas, right? Mm -hmm. So let's establish an on-time payment history and let's pay down your debt. Um, those are great ways to really impact credit. And, again, we like to tell people the longer amount just so that they can be, you know, patient and, and mm-hmm. stick with it. But I have seen improvement in a very short amount of time. Cool. And so you mentioned um, the length of time you've had credit. Is it typically not a good idea to close accounts that you have open because it would shorten your credit history? I know it's only 15% as opposed to 30 or 35 but... Right, but it's still a factor, and so, yes, that is a good question. And, again, I would say, does it fit within your overall financial picture? Mm-hmm. Is this a card that's constantly charging you fees or you don't like the way they do business? Um, but you can just stop using it. You don't have to close it out because right. keeping the trade line open 
is an important part of your overall credit history and also can contribute to that overall credit limit. So, um, you know, if you have an open card with an available 5000 that makes it look like you're not, you know, maxing everything out if it's mm-hmm. not being used. Okay. And um, so as you said, it's it's possible that the credit score isn't the most important thing. It's possible to carry a lot of debt and have a good credit score. So it's not necessarily the best indicator of financial well-being because the score doesn't factor in your debt-to-income ratio, which a lot of lenders look at before approving a loan. But if you are not just solely focused on the credit score, as you said, it's a good idea to pay down debt, pay things on time. Any other tips for financial well-being that help your credit score but aren't necessarily factors on there? You mentioned cleaning up mistakes. Uh, Do those mistakes disappear from your credit uh, report after you've, you know, paid off a collection account, or do they stay on there even if you've paid them? Right. So once a negative item is on there, if it's accurate and verifiable, it will stay. So it'll, you know, it'll just go down to a zero balance Mm -hmm. um, or could show as paid in full, but it will remain on the report for seven years. How much it factors into your score depends on other things that you're doing to clean it up. But yeah, credit is not the be-all and end-all of your financial life, but don't get me wrong, it is very, very important, um, especially because how many agencies and industries are using it, right? So like I mentioned earlier, insurance, jobs, um, places to live, security clearance, loans, you know, they're all looking at that and using that. So it does play a key role, but we want to look at the person's whole financial picture and their whole life. So other pieces that are, are important are how much money do you have in savings, right? So if something happens, are you going to immediately need to rack up a big credit card bill or will you be able to take care of it with the money you've saved up? Mm-hmm. Do you know how much money you make and how much money you spend so that you can, again, build those savings? Are you paying into retirement so that in the future you won't have to um, – rely on credit so much. So, again, you can do things outside of credit that will impact your credit even though they don't show up on your report. Because if I've got an emergency fund, I don't have to max out all my credit cards. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then my credit's going to stay in good shape and my stress levels are going to go down. Um, It's just getting to the point to be able to build up that fund that can mm-hmm. be tough. Um, right. you know, so that's one of the reasons why as a nonprofit we offer debt management plans in addition to checking your credit and helping you improve that because we want to be able to help you do the things that will improve your credit um outside of just looking at the report like paying down debt. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time and expertise, Amy. Could you please share your contact information with listeners so they can reach out if they have any questions? Sure. If you want help checking your credit or paying off debt or building up savings, come see us. Give us a call, 303-233-2773, or email me, amy at empoweredcolorado.org. You can also find us on the web, www.empoweredcolorado.org, and that's M as in money, Powered Colorado. Fantastic. Thank you again. For more information about this topic, feel free to email education at denvercommunity.coop. Follow Denver Community on Twitter or Facebook for personal finance tips and community news. Our website is denvercommunity.coop/education. Thanks for listening.